Hello, welcome to episode 234 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. Did that work? Was that good enough? Yeah, that was good. Okay. Uh, I, I couldn't <laughs> talk. I couldn't talk. Because I'm so angry. Uh, so, Understandably we, so, my friend. We had talked about um, some anthology products coming to Arena last week briefly. Mm-hmm. with the hope they would get better, and we are going to render our verdict this week if they got better. And the jury says? Nah, dog. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um, nah. So if you um, want to get at us on social media, particularly about topics, maybe things you're interested in, I know I know someone wants us to uh, brew some decks in our Discord. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm up for that, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how see. desperate we get. <laughs> see how desperate we get. James, James, that's like, you're you're the Brian Gottlieb to my Jerry Thompson at this point <laughs> in our podcast career. Well, we'll see. Exactly. You know, but I was if, thinking that the whole time you were talking about that during the pre-show. I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> but if you want to, am um, I a fraud? <laughs> Is there, is there going to be a guy named Dave next week? But we don't have any graphics, so we have to keep you. And I wouldn't want to talk to a Dave. But if you have ideas for, uh, if you're a Dave, I don't hate you in general. Just, um, But if you want to talk to us on social media, you have show ideas, things you're interested in, uh, let us know. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I guess we have to be like other other people and be like, uh, since Twitter's dying, I'm on a Blue Sky and Mastodon. I'd have to know how to get on those things to make that statement. So we are Funny, still. I need less social media in my life, not more of yeah, that. I don't need we, any more platforms. We, we we are still on the SS Elon as it goes down. We have not made it to Threads. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but if you if you so, so hang on what what's up with the symbol for that is it like the among us guy is that what it is it's it's a stylized at i do believe is what i read oh i thought what it I looked thought, like the among us guy i think it does but i don't think it was uh i don't think that was it is like a it's oh, an yeah. at it's like a yeah, it's an at yeah. it's like an at where they box the outer circle around the a because, yeah. you know, you added people on Twitter, so we're just trying to, like, steal as much as we possibly can. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was the Among Us guy. Um, No, people have said, said that as well. Oh. I've seen that. Okay. Uh, yep. Threads logo Among Us, yeah. What is the Threads logo supposed to look like? Uh, <laughs> a whole article. It has, like... Many things they interviewed a graphic designer as I scroll through it. Like, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but no, I've heard other people say that it like kind of looks like one of the Among Us dudes. Yeah. Uh, the game I've never played, so. Yeah, I mean, I existed during the pandemic, so I heard of people playing it, and I think I watched people yeah. play it. Yeah. Because that was the thing to do. But anyway, anyway. Facebook, Twitter. Discord. Those are where we are because we are email. old and can't email and we can't find any other ones. Now, this is where I hand it off to James seamlessly and he talks about the rest of the intro three Ooh, minutes I'll take in. the baton. There we go. <laughs> if you want to support the show, the first thing you can do is give us things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for real though. Like if there's any strategy stuff, 
Uh, I know we did like a little quickie on like sideboarding a couple weeks ago. Um, if there's any, I don't know, like mana bases or anything technical that you guys want talked about, like that's kind of where we cut our teeth on this podcast and we haven't really done a whole lot of it lately. So if you have any of those sorts of questions, uh, deck building, like that general rules of thumb, uh, let us know. We'll, we'll try and try and make something happen along those lines. I don't think we're going to cover Commander Masters a whole lot because neither of us really play much Commander and are both pretty fed up with the financial aspect of Magic at this point. So it's it's getting hard. You could you could hear about what what I've been doing the last few evenings uh, on the pre-show. Yeah, and if you want access to that pre-show, all you got to do is sign up to be a patron. You can show us how much you love us. Show us that you want us that you want to support the show. Uh, chip in as much as you think we're worth, and you get access to that pre-show as long, as well as every other pre-show. They're all up there on uh, Patreon. Uh, patrons also get access to our show notes, which I apologize. This week there are exactly four lines of show notes. So sorry about that. But they'll help uh, you follow along. It will. Yep, absolutely. Um, and patrons also get put on my mailing list for when I have swag to send out, which I do, and I need to make happen. Didn't have time this past weekend, but before the end of the month, I will get uh, the next round of givebacks out. So if you want to be included, or if you want to listen to the pre-show, or if you just want to show us how much you love us, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, and you can chip a couple bucks and support us that way. The other way to support us is with our TCG player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Follow that link on over to TCG player and anything you purchase will help to support the show. We'll get a percentage of your final purchase price. Uh, doesn't cost you guys anything extra and it helps pay all the fees we have for keeping the show going. We yeah. Would appreciate- all right, into the show. Let's do Bo- it. Boo fees. Boo fees. All right. Boo fees. So, um, there are two anthologies coming to Arena, and they did the. Um, Both a week from today. Okay, a week from today. They yeah. did the dump um, of all of the uh, cards in like a day and a half, two days? Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be over two days. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday. Normally, we re- record on Mondays. Unfortunately, when we went to record the episode, all of the cards weren't spoiled yet. There were so like we, uh, 20 of the 25? Yeah. They were supposed to have all been done, but they weren't. Um, and real quick, uh, I think it was last week, uh, I talked about the confusion, my confusion at least, around the uh, the... Hey, don't worry. You can craft these after such and yeah. such date. Uh, I've seen other people that said the same thing that James might have said, like after we stopped recording, which was you can craft them whenever they pop up. But after the anthology goes down, them. you can still yeah. craft them. So it's not that they're like you have to buy the anthology and like they're putting like a crafting embargo. That right. sounds like they don't have the technology for that. <laughs> Bro, give me my beans. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so my, my little, like, flip out was, as James said, probably due to an underpaid intern who uh, probably... Worded the brief poorly. Yes, worded it worded it poorly. So, yeah. 
I would like to, I wish I had the tweet or like the video, but uh, when Explorer was created, their goal was to move Explorer to be Pioneer and have Pioneer on Arena. Now, Correct. this can be done, like, uh, kind of in practice, but not in reality, kind of like Legacy is on uh, Magic Online. They don't have every 2-2 two, two for 2. Right. Uh on Magic Online, they have the cards that are legacy relevant. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes it takes a while for cards from random commander product to get on Arena. So, uh, I think the last time this was this was apparent was when we had um, the initiative cards. Yep. Right, they were in paper. People, there was rumblings. They were good. Then they showed up online and they kind of took off. But there was like probably a two month gap. But for the most part, paper legacy is mirrored online by and large. I don't yeah. think there's any major cards that are missing. And I think if a card were to pop in paper magic and people were clamoring for chest. it, it put it in treasure chest, they'd find a way to get it on arena. Uh, not on arena, yeah. on magic online. Yeah. So, uh, the Explorer format through remastered sets and through anthologies was supposed to move towards um, Pioneer. And now Explorer has been up for a year and a half. A while now, yeah. That'd be a good question as to how long I, I had looked it up the other day. Let's uh, see here. So... When when did it start? Uh here we go. Let's look at the let's look at the fandom wiki. Uh it uh God. Why am I getting like a Black Friday ad? What's going on here? Alright, so Christmas in July? Apparently. <laughs> Black Friday in June. Alright, so the first I mean it is Prime Day. Um, it is Prime Day, that is correct. Yeah, so the first we bought a whole bunch of printer chow today. Nice. Yep. The first um, Explorer Anthology was basically this time last year. Okay, so a little bit over a year then? Yeah, so... Uh, 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 okay, so February 2022. Okay. So about 16 or 18 months. Yep. Now, with the... Um, oh, what's it called? With the... Uh, Number of cards that they've put on Arena that, like, do random perpetual things or random uh, uh, intensify things or, or seek a card. Yeah. They could have put every single Pioneer deck that mattered on the client. No problem. Yep. Not a problem. Could, could have done it. Um... Instead, they have chosen to do a slow, kind of ineffectual drip, where... Yep. Obviously, uh, they're trying to maximize dollars out of these anthologies. Yes, absolutely. Like, they are yep. not trying to do anything but that, which I guess... Of course, I don't 
think there's any reason to buy this anthology, but no. I guess that's kind of besides the point. No, 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 no. So, um, there are, there have been a few key cards from a few key decks in the format that are missing. Mm-hmm. So, like the big one are the Lotus Field pieces, Hidden Strings. Um, I guess Sylvan Scrying wasn't on, and uh, Thespian Stage uh, yeah. weren't weren't on. So, like people were looking for that. We don't have Bring Delight. Like there were some things that people were like, "Hey, these are cards that are getting played." So yeah. what? What did we get? So we already heard my rant about Cyclonic Rift, right? Yep. A multiplayer commander staple that like isn't good in a one v one format. I don't know that it has ever been cast in a one v one format. No, like it's like I guess it's a uh, gosh, it's a petty theft or like a, a disperse, mm-hmm. which like is fine and limited, but you would not take as your you would not pack one pick one as your rare, right? In limited, uh, in red, um. Abbot of Carol Keep, which was really good in Once upon a time. 2016, 2017. Yeah. Uh, it ran hot for a while and then went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shrapnel Blast. Um, our friend Cameron repeatedly, when uh, we when I started playing like M15, was like Shrapnel Blast and was it Scuttling Doom Engine? Yeah. Like, you sacrifice it and it, like, fives them or something? Yep. So, like, you could tend someone with Shrapnel Blast instead of Scuttling Doom Engine? Congratulations. You found the magic, <laughs> the, the core 2015 combo for Shrapnel Blast. And yeah, the I mean, best also of, eight mana, but... Yeah. And to, like, the best of my knowledge, I don't think Shrapnel Blast has been played in Pioneer, really. Um, When the Scissors decks... Yes. We're around. Shrapnel Blast saw play there. And I don't know, like, it's you don't know what card. their plans are for the format. So, this, like, I do, I do to, though. Like, well, that's not what I mean. Like, just to play Devil's Advocate just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if Wizards doesn't want Lotus Field to be a deck, if they're thinking of taking a piece away from it, if they don't like the play patterns, like that might be a reason why they don't want Lotus Field on Arena. Oh no, I absolutely agree. Like I feel like And that's totally a thing. Like that's a deck that they would feel that way about. Yes, a hundred percent. Like I feel like it is a deck that they might ban. Yeah. Or or it's a deck that the that the people who play Arena mm-hmm. Uh, much like when we were, um, oh gosh, what was, uh, oh gosh, Nexus of Fading and how miserable that was. And yeah. like people complained about like that on Arena. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is, like Lotus Field is the same kind of deck. So yeah, like I I totally understand the, mm-hmm. we might be banning Lotus Field. Yep. Well, that kind of explains Shrapnel Blast though. Because if you're like if you're trying to get rid of, arguably the best deck in Pioneer, definitely mm-hmm. one of the best decks in Pioneer, um, you kind of want your player base to play, to get used to playing something opposite of that. And the Scissors decks are fun. Fair, yeah. But this is like, but the problem is, is like, 
when's the last time like the scissors deck has been like at all good right um, like like i, I don't did, i didn't say you want to you want your players to play something good i said you want your players to play something fun so if you give them fun toys instead of good toys like i feel like yes like blue red like so scissors deck for everyone it's in soul artifact it is one in the blue uh enchant and artifact it becomes a five five mm-hmm. um creature so yeah. you typically put it on an ornithopter or on a, a dark steel citadel. citadel um when one of the most played decks in the format is red black right like you can't put it on an ornithopter you get right. got I guess you can put it on a Darksteel Citadel, but then they just block it with a shield grid, or they have you sack it with Lily. Right. And then you're just like, oh, I got like two for one against the deck that is just a pile of two for ones. I yeah. guess I guess I'm sad. So like, no, I understand what you're saying that hey, like let's I think that like the red the red white like heroic deck mm-hmm. that they like seeded in the last anthology was a like, hey, here's a deck that some people would like to play. Mm-hmm. But like, then like, don't hope that we all have like a seizure and forget right. that you said we are going to bring explore uh, pioneer to to arena through explorer right. like as soon as we can, and then be like, here's some bird that uh, summons um that conjures the power nine into your deck whenever <laughs> it enters the battlefield. It's like. Yeah. You, you couldn't give me Sylvan Carriated, right? You could give me you could give me like the Moxbird, but you couldn't give me that. <laughs> so yeah. I am fine with the like theory of hey, Shrapnel Blast is a they're trying to shape the Explorer format. I mm-hmm. think they may have failed just because like I don't know how many of these cards move the needle in terms of like hey, now I want to play this other deck so like that was only kind of my point um like you can think of think of these anthologies analogous to like a booster set mm-hmm. like a normal set where you have good cards that are gonna see play and you have mediocre cards that are maybe good for a quirky game of limited or, or at least fun to cast and then you have bad cards and like once upon a time, uh, Rosewater wrote a whole article about like how every set has to have bad cards because they can't all be good cards. The existence of a good card means that another card is bad. Mm-hmm. So like if you kind of apply that to these anthologies, like you can't just print twenty five bangers. You know what I mean? I, I know like printing's not really the right, right word, but like they're not all going to be good. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, something like Cyclonic Rift I can see, you know, being angry about because, like, that card isn't ever going to do anything and is just a waste of wild cards and whatever energy it took to render Cyclonic Rift on my computer screen. Um, But at least something like Shrapnel Blast would be a good bad card. But I feel like... In, like, an anthology. I feel like Abbot of Carol Keep is also in the, like, just bad, bad card camp. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then no, we I'm ha- with you there. I yeah. just meant Shrapnel Blast. Shrapnel Blast. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I saw Shrapnel Blast, and I kind of went like, ooh, maybe there's something you could do, but, like, I don't know what. And, yeah. like, I I guess 
there are a group of people that play unranked games that just want to do a thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe this appeals to them. But, like, you know, and every so often I will dust off, like, green-white angels because I have to cast green-and-white spells. And I'll just play it, like, <laughs> unranked because I just don't care. Uh, but, like, um, but like, as someone who, like, likes to see, like, the rank go up and not, like, I don't have a ton of, like, sadly, when I play Arena now, it's kind of like a job in that, mm-hmm. like, I'm here to get four wins and get my daily gold. And, like, you know, I would like to enjoy the games I am playing, but I would like Mm -hmm. to accomplish this goal as quickly as possible. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not going to just, like, tip... four-year-old. He's three, and he does scream. But he's... Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know if I can be like, oh, I played, like, you know, uh, blue-red, like, you know, and soul artifact into red-black three games in a row, got, like, trounced... And then, like, I've been playing for 45 minutes and, like, did not accomplish the goal of uh, move winning four games. Winning four games. Yeah. Anyway, then we have green and Sylvan Scrying, 100% A-OK, fine with it. Absolutely. Great. Yep. It's missing some friends that are blue. So this goes back to Sylvan Scrying is basically only played in one deck in Pioneer. Now, mm-hmm. does it do other, can it do other things? Could you play it in like a gate stack to go get like your mazes end or whatever? Yes. Sure. But its main job is to find lotus fields and uh well, that deck's not around. Now, could it go into like that god awful blue white uh discontinuity to fairy deck? Mhm. To make sure they have their lotus fields, sure, but no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and again, I've not played against lotus field. I might be definitely like no, no thanking lotus field. And you're right; like they could just be like, I don't want to deal with the like thirty thousand tweets I'm going to get of people yeah. complaining that their opponent just like clown them with lotus field. Yeah. So, I don't want to put this card in the form in the format. Okay, then we have Eidolon of Blossoms. We talked about this last week. Uh, the bad Satessin champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no reason for this card to exist anymore, I don't think. Other than, like, in enchantment decks for Brawl. Yeah. But then, like, it should have been in the historic anthology, not the Explorer yeah. one. And, like, there's also, like, Satyr Enchanter, which is yeah. this card for one less mana. Mm-hmm. It's not an enchantment itself, but it does, like, most of the work. Yep. Court of Calling is a card I am glad that is on Arena. Like, I feel like it can do a thing. Yep, Something, it can do it. Yep. It's, it's interesting. You know, maybe there's a toolboxy deck. Maybe it starts to see more play in Pioneer. Like, it's a card that it is good to have it exist. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not just like, oh, they didn't give me Pioneer cards. But, like, like this is fine. And then World Spine Worm is here for uh, creativity. Yep. Uh, fine. I don't know if, like, that version of creativity is the best anymore, but it's there. Cool. You now have the option. And we now have the option. Let's talk about some fun multicolored cards. Ooh, start off with the funnest of multicolored cards. Hit me. Judge is familiar. Yeah. 
That's what you'd think of when you think of fun multicolored cards, right? Uh, I did, when I came back to the game, play this card some. Um, I played against this card some, and I never had fun. <laughs> so Judges Familiar is a blue-white hybrid for a 1-1 flying, and you can sack it to counter-target instant or sorcery unless it's controller plays. One. So it's like yep. a uh, powered-down Mausoleum Wanderer. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Your Mausoleum Wanderers powered up this. Yeah, it, it did come first. Yeah. Um, um, the Mono Blue Devotion decks, like, way back when, played mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I played it in not Mono Blue Devotion because I didn't have those cards when I came back. Um, yeah. Then we have... Uh, I don't know why they felt like they had to print the entire charm cycle from rtr come on you, you don't like casting gruel charms um i am here for golgari charm is and it charm? is it charm yeah we can stop um yep. so golgari charm all creatures get neg one neg one until end of turn destroy target enchantment or regenerate uh, each creature you control um fine mm-hmm. like I guess this is kind of cover for like the knockoff uh, Gleeful Demolition deck that we have to play because they didn't bother to give us Bushwhacker. <laughs> um, yeah, how come we didn't get Bushwhacker instead of Abbott of Carol Keep? I that totally should have been Bushwhacker. It should have like because like, there's that's a, a fun deck. card to cast. It, it like de- goes along with my other whatever that yeah. like they they want to give people cards for decks that are fun. And like it is a deck that is hot in Pioneer yeah. or at least was like a few weeks ago before people remember that End of Festivities was a card. And <laughs> but like yeah, like that is the kind of card that you print like it yeah. doesn't. It goes into that deck, but it also supports other stupid, random, like aggressive. Like, I would have played goblins in historic. Well, this dude's a goblin who brings the beats. Yep, amazing. So we got Golgari Charm. We got Simic Charm, which I don't know. I guess it's not awful, but I no, really I don't, don't think it's been think cast. I've ever seen it? Yeah, I don't like, think I've ever seen it in a list. Yeah. So, blue-green, target creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. Permits you control, gain hexproof until end of turn, and return target creature to its owner's hand. Um, the, the problem with this is, well, yes, it's flexible. Like, it's making you pay one mana too much for all of these abilities. Correct. And so, like, the flexibility does not let you do that doesn't make up for it right now is it charm is one of my like pet cards because it does guilty pleasures yes it does all the things that like a stupid combo deck wants to do Mm. right oh it's particularly a graveyard combo deck but a combo deck right so it's blue red and you get to choose one counter a non-creature spell unless it's controller plays two so that's like Counting your stupid, like, rest in peace, or your stupid, like, planeswalker that's gonna lock me, your Ashiok, so it exiles my graveyard or whatever, right? Deal two damage to target creature, which was way better in 2014 when it was printed, (laughs) or 2013, than it is now. 
But like, it's it's stomp, right? That card is like non embarrassing. Yep. Right. Gets pressure off of you, and then draw two, then discard two. Your favorite words. Yep. Perfect. Right. So like that is a card that like, and all of these are like kind of roughly the right rates like we don't get faithless yeah. looting right and like the counter non-creature spell like we've seen how powerful just two mana uh, pay an additional two is mm-hmm. now you know since it doesn't hit creatures it makes it a little bit worse and then the right, two da- obviously it's worse than negate but negate has certainly seen play yeah i mean it's i was gonna say it's worse than like make disappear and make disappear yeah. is like a staple because it hits creatures as well yeah. But, like, this card does a lot. But, again, it is a pet card. But I am the first to admit it is not a card that, like, moves the needle to getting a Swords Pioneer. Yeah, I mean, that was... It, we can finish the rest of these, and then I'll kind of give give you my thoughts. Okay. Um, the next up is Gruel Charm. Um, creatures with flying cl- can't block this turn. You gain control of all permanents you own. Gruel Charm deals three damage to each creature with flying. Um, I don't think Gruel, I've ever seen Gruel Charm mm. cast or in a list. No, I, I think this is the first time I've ever seen this art. <laughs> I think it was in a dual deck. I think I had it in my hand in a dual deck once. And what, what does this do? Ever... Yeah. Um, and the last one is Orzov Charm. Um, return target creature you control and all auras you control attached to it to their owner's hand. Destroy target creature and you lose life equal to its toughness. Or return target creature card with mana value one or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think any of those modes are particularly relevant or no. cost efficiently enough to see play, but it's there. No. Um Okay. So when, like, when we were talking about this in our chat, mm-hmm. um, I like my first reaction to the charms being here is that they're fine. Like, kind of like almost mirroring my thoughts on um, Trapnel Blast. <laughs> like, th- these would be good cards to fill out an anthology. They're obviously you have to have some bad ones. These would have been good bad cards to have. They might randomly pop up like as utility in a sideboard. I think people would be fine with having them. Um, but obviously you're not buying the anthology to get play sets of the charms. True. Um, next card, again, in the like pet card for me range is Voice of Resurgence. Yeah, I think this is a fine card to have on here. This is a fine card. Like, uh, last week in the show notes, you had an Elementals deck that played four Voice of Resurgence. Yep. Um, I tried to play that deck uh, without Voice of Resurgence, and it felt like it was light on lands. Maybe having, like, something more proactive to do on two yep. will, like, Bring alleviate that. Touch. Yeah. And, like, I was playing, like, Growth Spiral, which wants you to play more lands and pushes you to have more blue mana, so the mana felt yep. bad. So... Lots of, lots of things. I think Voice of Resurgence is good. Uh, I will now get to test it in elementals of various forms. <laughs> so I yep. am I am here for it. Um, uh, our boy Deathrite Shaman. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. 
he Definitely. is not very playable anymore. Nope. <sighs> okay, I forgot about these next two. Uh, Obsid- next up is Ghost yeah, Council. Obsidat Ghost Council. What does um, he do? He is a 5-5 five, five for 5 mana. Uh, one white, white, black, black. And when it enters the battlefield, target opponent loses 2 life and you gain 2 life. And then... At the end of your end step, you can exile it, and if you do, uh, return it to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of your next upkeep and give it haste. So it drains your opponent for two every turn cycle and is missing on your opponent's turn. Yeah, so you don't... It avoids sorcery speed removal and wraths, uh, but as like a a trade-off is you don't get to block, but it does draw you two life, so or gain you two life, so it kind of blocks a two-power creature. Yep. Um, so, Obsidat Ghost Cancel was awesome when you could Goryo's Vengeance it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, that's a thing. Uh, like, that was, like, fringe, like, tier three modern-y thing to do, like, six years ago. Like you would every so often, someone would like Obsidat Ghost Cancel. Someone. I mean, there there was a tier one standard deck with mm-hmm. Obsidat in it. Hmm. And then no one sleeved up at Obsidat Ghost Council in years. Correct. And like, I don't know if this card falls into like on the team fun camp. No, not really. It's a pretty miserable grindy card. Yeah. Um. A card that is admittedly bad, but has the word elemental on it, so I'll probably mess with it a little <laughs> bit. Um, Omnath o- uh, Locus of Rage. Three red, red, green, green for a 5-5. Five, five. And Landfall, whenever uh, a land enters battlefield under your control, create a 5-5 five, five red and green elemental token. And whenever Omnath uh, Locus of Rage or another elemental you control die, dies, Omnath deals three damage to any target. Um, I don't know. Like with a risen reef, it's just just this is just silly, right? Yeah, you can go kind of nuts. <laughs> kind of nuts. Sadly, like you don't get to kill them with it, but oh, but I, I guess if they sweep you, you just get to annihilate them. But yeah, um, I will well, mess you, around. They also with have this. an army of five fives they have to deal with. Yes, I will mess around with this. It probably won't be good enough, but yeah, probably not. Uh, well, I could see replacing some number of uh, Locus of the, the Royal. Yeah. Yeah, like you could maybe play one of these. Yeah. And just like your your funzy top end, like, or you're like, I don't play like Escape to the Wilds anymore, and you're just like, I'm gonna just smash the seven drop at you. Yeah, I mean, is a is a five five worth a card? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean. Especially if you play like the version that we saw, or some uh, version of it that you had in the the show, like, where you have uh, Nissa and Lotus Cobra, yeah. where like seven mana isn't as prohibitive, right? And again, making elementals good times when you have uh, our boy uh, Risen Reef. Well, the deck isn't is the deck the deck's not on uh, Genesis Ultimatum anymore, right? No, no, I cut Genesis but Ultimatum while at back. one point it was. Yeah, and that's seven mana. Yeah, it is. Like you get you get a lot of mana pretty easily. So like I don't think the mana yeah. cost is prohibitive. Yeah. Um so again a 
So, like, this is a card, like, I've seen a couple other people playing some version of Elementals. Mm -hmm. This is at least a card that, like, people may try. Yep. Then we have Xenagos, God of Revels, which is here for creativity. So for, like, Mm -hmm. blue-red creativity, you creativity for two after you big score, and you get Xenagos, World Spider-Worm. Yep. And, GG's. Or they, uh, what's it called? They uh, lay line binding you, and there's <laughs> there's no GGs. No GGs. Um, a quarter shield. Yeah. How about that? A quarter shield. Zero, for an artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus zero plus three and has vigilante. I forgot this was a card. I didn't know it was a card. I can't say I forgot because that would imply that I knew <laughs> at some point. I saw it and I was like, I was like, how is this an explorer? Like, is this some weird commander card? Like, they've printed like Cathar Shield. They've printed yeah. some version of this card before uh, and, or since. Um, there isn't a paradoxical outcome deck. This is not the kind of card you want in a paradoxical outcome deck. Now you play Correct. some really garbage zero mana cards, but like you need more, you need powerful zero mana cards to like make that deck work. Yeah. And you're not just going to like put in thing that will let me pick up my paradox that I can pick up with my paradoxical outcome as like a reasonable card. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. So I just typed in uh, a quarter shield and goldfish to see what decks it's in. Okay. They're all commander decks, but the the very first commander deck that it's in, mm-hmm. Jaya, Bill Bill Nye the Pony Guy. No, Bill 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 <laughs> Bill. Did they call it Bill Nye the Pony Guy? The the deck is named Bill Nye the Pony Guy. Okay, it's like Bill, Bill the Pony from Lord of the Rings. Whoever that person is, respect. <laughs> respect. Brings two forty six. Yeah, not. No, I I said Jaya. What is the uh, the the two blue red? Whenever you cast a historic spell, draw a card. Joyra, Joyra, yeah. That was the paradoxical outcome card in standard. Yep. Yeah, but like, no, no idea why this is here. Nope. Um, bad card is bad. Still bad. Speaking of bad cards, um, at any point. Have you thought, you know what I really miss? I miss the cycle of rare lands from BFZ. Positives. They are, um, they have, uh, land types. So they are fetchable. What don't we have in Pioneer? Fetch lands. Fetch lands. Downside. Um, they enter the battlefield tapped unless you control two or more basic lands. Not two or more lands, son. Two basic or more lands. basic lands. Right. So, in Pioneer, most of the time, I think this card is purely a uh, a plan. guild gate. Yep. And they tap for two colors of mana. So they put rare guild gates in the anthology. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who was getting their data like to build this i don't know if they had bad data um sunken hollow 
I know at one point was played in Pioneer. Mm-hmm. I think um, it was played in Inverter. God rest yep. its soul. Which was three years ago? Yep. That was the, yep. in the before times. The before times. Um, I think that's it. I did see someone mention that, like, Prairie Stream is played in, um, oh, God, uh, lay, uh, lay Down Arms versions of Blue White Control. Okay. Where you just need more planes to make your Lay Down Arms good. I've seen. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I've seen. But, like, I mean, in all honesty, the, like, Dominaria United, like, blue-white yeah. tap land that has a, a land type is probably 80% the same of card. Prairie Stream. Yeah. It's this, it is literally the same card turns one and two and probably three and four. Right. So like, yeah, it is, it is odd that they had two cycles and there were probably just a handful of cards, like, they did not have to print the entire cycle. Correct. Yeah, and nobody like, needs a canopy vista. Nope, they do not. Um, and then the last land is a thespian stage, which is a hundred percent fine. Which is a hundred percent fine, but in Pioneer is played in one deck that they that they're not going to give us that they're not going to give us. So like, this is. This is like having a stage Dark Depths format and giving yeah. you stage but not giving you Dark Depths. Right. Like, hey, the like third best deck in the format is stage Depths. And like Magic Online being like, you get stage, but you can't have Depths. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, just tell us that you would like us to not play this deck and we will like, you know, take it as like a pre-banning don't like kind of like play this will will they won't they thing so looking real quick um so mtg top eight has lotus field at five percent of the format ahead of creativity at four percent so it's grease fang parhelion's five lotus Field's five creativity is four and then so, like, you have pretty much all the cards for Rakdos, all the cards for Green Devotion, all the cards for Rakdos Sack. And then they were, like, the six, the 6%, six the 5th most popular deck, Boros Aggro. You get to miss a key card for that for reasons. Yep. Um, and then... Blue white control may have just got like prairie stream if you want to, like it's like you know what let's give you a fourth way to build blue white control we we don't think that the three that you have are good enough <laughs> let's give you a fourth, um, and then oh apparently omnath ramp is a deck like if I've been missing out like maybe I need to check out this because like maybe I've been playing that all along, hmm. but like lotus field is like realistically the seventh most popular deck in the format yeah and they're just like nah which again i get it but like can we just like have a meeting of the minds and just be like we've decided on nah on this card like yeah. we don't like this please please stop 
And we also, but we also missed some like cards that would have been just like good includes. Like, I think Court of Calling is fine, but we mm-hmm. could have done like Bring to Light, which yeah, in, it, in there's its spot, no reason that Bring to Light shouldn't be here. There's not, but like if you say we're only gonna give you like one like random like search thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bring the Light does see some play. Court of Calling sees less play. Let's bring the, let's make it bring the light instead of cord. They weren't trying to balance the colors as there was only one blue card, right? Um, and then they didn't give us like any of the delve cards, which I don't know if delve is a thing that they have might have problems pub- putting on arena. But like, I don't know why they would like escape is fine on arena and delve is just escape with less steps. And I was also gonna say, what is the oh god, is it Titan's Nest? Yep. Like the one Sultai and you kind of like delve cards out of your graveyard from yep. Ikoria. Like it's basically the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, like I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, we could have had zombie fish instead of Judge's Familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, what like one of the cards oh, that goes Oh, yeah, we got like... no black cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. But like you could have done Tassiger. And no white cards. No black cards, no white cards. You could have done Tassiger. Yep. Because Tassiger goes into like Neoform mm-hmm. Atraxa. Right? It would have been like janky and it only had one thing, but people could have like played it. Mm-hmm. Being janky and bad. Hoping that they would get more stuff later. <laughs> but instead we're just like, nah dog, you don't get any of that. So like my frustration is just that we don't have um the this anthology doesn't move the needle at all. Not really at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, that deck that you had sent me is like the the deck I clicked on for like four color uh, uh, Omnath. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Everyone's on four Nissa Resurgent Animus. I only I only bought three. <laughs> oh no, the horror. Um. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of um, weird that they were just like, yeah, we're going to do random things. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have very easily not printed those cycles and, like, done a lot more. And I know that there's, like, the argument of, like, we've got to bleed wild cards and, like, gems from people. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything in this that, like... I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, you're going to see, I'm trying to decide how I want to say this. I guess I guess this is set up more for bleeding wild cards than it is for selling anthologies, though. Like, yes. nobody is going to look at this list of cards and be like, oh, yeah, take my dollars. They're going to be like, no, give me, like, a play set of Court of Callings. And that's it. <laughs> I think you would look at this, I think, realistically... If you, if you were like a competitive player that wanted to like try stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I could see World Spineworm and Xenagos because that is the deck that won the Pro Tour yeah. three months ago, right? Court of Calling because it could do something interesting because we don't know what's coming up in like future sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it didn't like make it so you couldn't Gigantha, like it might be interesting in like. 
elemental shells where you like have all these creatures that you can just go grab something. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm scrolling real far. Voice of Resurgence, if you're like, I like oh, elementals. Yeah, I forgot about voice. Right? Uh, I don't know if I can bring Omnath, Locus of Rage. Like, I will, but I don't think the average player will. Right. Um, A couple charms, maybe. May, like, I see, like, four cards, right? And it's two that go together. There's Enagos, World Spine, Voice, and Chord. Like, yeah. Those I'm the, probably going to make a play set of uh, death rates so I can play Ju- Boomer Jund. Yeah, but like, there's not a ton of, of uh, like, if you, the if you want Thespian Stage, right, in the future, you can just wait craft and it craft it like when they, if they decide to put hidden shrinks on the on the client, yeah. right? If you. But like, there's nothing. It's like, oh man, I really have to get that, right? Uh, so yeah, it just feels super. It is not exciting. How about that? No. Like you don't look at it like, much like the the previous historic anthology where they're when they're like, here are all ten of the indestructible bridges, like the dual lands, <laughs> and it's right. like, why? Why would you give me these? Yeah. Like I mean maybe that's their plan though. Maybe maybe they're not looking to sell anthologies because I don't think they've ever really had an anthology that was worth it to buy the anthology. I don't right? think so. They've either. always just been better off just piecemealing them All right. out. So Explorer Anthology 1 again like Favorite Hoplite, Rally the Ancestors, and Soul Artifact. So I guess it's just finishing off the Soul Artifact from Anthology yeah. one, Mausoleum Wanderer for spirits, uh, Kethis who um, who you like bought and then like six months later they were like shielded and you're like get out of here Kethis, um, <laughs> Shadowborn Apostle, Defu, um, Tainted Remedy, so Commander card Commander card, yeah. Alicia who smiles at death, wasn't even good in its standard. Right. Uh, searing and blood. Yep, yeah, searing blood is like fine, but not like modern magic power level anymore. Teamer right. battle rage is a card that makes you go, hmm, maybe I could do something. Titan strength, I guess, to again pay off the favorite hoplite. Mm-hmm. Back to nature, sure. Literally never saw anyone cast that card, but I guess it's like a an out to like. The Solemnity Nine Lives decks that were popular. Mm-hmm. Elvish Mystic, thank you. Tireless Tracker. Uh, everyone. Obzon is bad. It is not good anymore. Stop. Um, Battle Lies Hoplite. Like, that's the only time I see Tireless Tracker is, like, in Obzan. And, yeah. like, that's my, like, line. If I play Obzan and I don't clown them, I'm like, this deck I'm playing must be bad. Mm-hmm. Um... Battleize Hoplite for reasons. Siege Rhino. Sorry, buddy. We can, we can, like, we can, basically they put, like, a tireless tracker on top of you when they made, uh, 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 Thalia and the Gitrog Monster. And it's <laughs> still not monster, good enough. Yeah. Slaughter Games, I guess, but you haven't given us Bring Delight. So, like, why did you give us Slaughter Games? Right. 
right. Supreme Verdict because the blue white decks weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. Hangerback Walker, which I've not seen anyone play, and Dark Steel Scissor- uh, Citadel to put scissors on. Right, well, I like mean, Hangerback's also in the scissors decks. It is, but like, have you seen anyone like? I've seen some like blue white like historic like tempered steel decks. Yeah. But I, but like very rarely do you run it. Like I've not seen an insult artifact in like not very long time. literal years. Yeah. Um. And then brave the elements for so explorer anthologies too in December. So more than likely we're gonna have to wait till December before we get the next one of these. Yeah. Brave the elements fine. Clever imposter which I've seen a few times out of um. Uh, fires. Mm-hmm. Like oh what is it uh. Incarnation fires. Yeah. Not really seen a courser. Not really seen a dispel. Never seen an eerie interlude. Uh Eidolon of the Great Rebels did for a while, but it like doesn't get played much anymore. Right. Eldrade Displacer, didn't see that. Ethereal Armor, fine. Fiery Impulse, fine. Kozilek Commander Card. Mm-hmm. Mana Confluence, good choice. Mattery Shaper was awesome in 2017. Not so much anymore. Mutavault, fine. Nykthos, okay. Like, I don't think Mono Green is, like, healthy for for either format, Pioneer or Explorer, but, like, fine. Right. Nylea's Presence, I was excited for that. That card had, like, a moment in the sun. Yep. Uh, Reflector Mage, I guess, but humans aren't good anymore. Rending Volley is fine. Stater Wayfinder is my boy. Can never say anything bad about him. <laughs> Shaman of the Pack. It's not your time, son. Sliver, hey. Hi- Sliver Hive Lord. <laughs> I just sold. I just sold mine. It's yeah. like yeah. It's the best thing you can do with one is sell it. Yeah. Soldier of the Pantheon. Haven't seen that card played. Thought not seer. No. Worldbreaker. No. Cutthroat. Occasionally, or like rarely. And then this one, like. Like, you could have cut the stinkers and then, like, had, like, the main decks in the format. Like, I'm not expecting them to keep up with, like, all of the format, right? Like, if they put the stuff on for a deck and then, like, the deck changed, okay, like, now we need more cards. Right. Right? But to, like, I don't know, like, none of them, like, I think that they all basically have, like, this one feels worse, but I feel like they have like a 20% hit rate to like hit the format. Right. Yeah. There's like, there's like five, four to six, four to seven cards. I would say the last one, when I counted last time, I think generously, I, th- I think like 10. Yeah. Like kind of hit, but this one feels like four. Yeah. I was going to say three or four. And like, yeah, maybe this is just, they want people to like, maybe they have found, that people don't buy the anthologies. They just, like, craft the cards that they want. Well, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. maybe maybe they're only technically for sale. They're only for sale because they have to be. Otherwise, they're just a way to bleed wild cards out of the economy. Yeah, which could be, but, like, I don't know. It feels like... I guess this goes back to our... Um... Uh, discussion in uh, the pre-show, uh, we were talking about reprint or preprint equity. Yeah. Um, 
this is effectively them having reprint equity on Arena. Right? Like, you could only ever put a card onto Arena once. Once. So they have to, like, slowly, slowly do this. Trip them out. That makes sense. So that you, like... You have to be engaged because in December there's going to be a new anthology and maybe they'll have the cards for your deck. Yeah, Probably I mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's different from Moto in that regard because, like, then, there you can have a reprint because there is, like, a number of that card in existence digitally. And, in and there's arena, a secondary there's, market. Yeah, in Arena there's not. It, there's an infinite number of that card available. Yeah, so it's just a... So you're right. You can only put it on once. So like you can't. So like maybe there's a thing where they're like, we have to get X dollars or, you know, X gems and X wild cards out of this anthology. And maybe there's there's a number that they have to hit and they probably have it figured out where like we need to give them like. I think Fire Shoes had a tweet where, like, 10 of the cards were in, like, I think the top 125 or something, most played cards or something. Like, I don't know what, I, I couldn't figure out what the numbers were beside them, but, like, and then the other cards were just, like, not even others not receiving existent. votes, just non existent. Yeah. And, like, give them just enough cards that, like, someone's going to be like, oh, I want, like, Golgari Charm. Yeah. Or, like, Maybe they found that, like, four cards that might get played in the format is enough to entice someone to buy it. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, maybe. They're like, okay, like, ten is too many. We didn't see more people buy it for ten than we did for six. Let's see what happens if we do four. How much are these? 4,000 4, gems? Or... So that's... Five bucks? No, twenty bucks. I think it's like twenty. I I don't know. Uh, it's probably bad. Uh, okay, so seven hundred fifty gems is five dollars. Thirty four hundred gems is twenty. So it's a little over twenty bucks. A little over twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, I oh. mean, I guess, like, if you're thinking about it, if there's four cards that you want and you're getting play sets of all of them, like, I mean, is it worth a little over a dollar a card to get the play sets of the four cards that you want and then get all the rest of them for free? Like, that might be their reasoning. Yeah. And, like, that, again, like, you know, also, like, the insidious thing about, um, like, the way gems are priced and stuff, right? Yeah. Twenty dollars is thirty four hundred, which is not quite enough to buy that. So then right. you have to buy another thing, right? And then you're left over. Then you have leftover gems, and then people are like, "Oh, like I almost have enough for this, so I'll just spend those gems on. I'll spend a little right. bit more money because like things are never like round numbers, right? So yeah, I. So I don't know. I guess I'm not like f- flipping the table, but. It's also just kind of like. Well, I think the only reason I'm not flipping the the table is because I've grown ambivalent. <laughs> like yeah. I don't. 
care. Like, this is what I expect now. You know what I mean? It is. I, I, I think if you do this without the two, like, just hideous cycles. Yeah. You might be able to, like, convince me. And, like, the, 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 the not hideous cycles are just, like, even fringe playable cards. Right. Right? Like, oh, hey, like, if I go to MTG Goldfish and, like, type in, you know, Chain to the Rocks, a bunch of Pioneer decks come up. Imagine not all that. of them. They're not top tier, but Pioneer decks come up. Or I type in... I mean, bring the light again. Yeah. Not a top, not top tier anymore. But decks come up, and people like that card. They like the Niv Mizzet deck if, like, they want to do that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like, like you could have those cards, but instead it's like Gruel Charm, nothing. Or like, even if they have to be like uncommons in this slot, like you could find like more played uncommons than. And, like, they've shown, like, with printing, like, uh, what was it? Rending Volley. Like, Rending Volley was part of a cycle. Mm-hmm. They didn't print Foul Tongue Invocation. Was that the right. one? Or, no. Yeah, was, that was one of them. Foul Shriek. Maybe it's Foul Shriek, yeah. yeah. But whatever. Like, they didn't print all of them. They were just like, there's one that matters. Yeah. Right? You could have printed a couple of them and then... Again, if you don't want to like seed all the top decks so people can just like ignore like the rest of your offerings, you could at least like at least put things that people go like, oh, I'd be interested in playing that. Yeah. But Abbot of Carol Keep. Sick. Now the only thing we don't know is what's in Wilds of Eldraine. Right, because, like, Wilds of Eldraine could, like, dump all this on its head. True. And, like, make Shrapnel Blast good or make a quarter... Just familiar. Yeah, a quarter shield. <laughs> just, like, a banger. Yeah. But, like, they've not... I don't feel like they've done that in other ones, right? No. So, all right. So we spent an hour talking about the Explorer Anthology. I don't think we'll spend as much time on Historic because we don't play no. Hearthstone. Well, I don't even think we need to really spend much time at all. Um, we have the full cycle of Titans. Which one of them matters, maybe? Oh, don't do that to my gravy train. <laughs> Two of them matter? Like... Okay. Sun Titan, Two and a half. Sun Titan also. Sun Titan does funny stuff, but yeah. like I feel like we have similar cards now. Yeah, that aren't quite as Titany. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So okay, there's those. So all of the Titans, um, fine-ish reanimation targets. Obviously, prime time's pretty broken. Outside of that, probably don't do a whole lot. Um, but you also have to keep in mind that the historic anthology isn't just for historic, it's for brawl also. Yeah, it is. So, Titans are probably good for brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Giver of Runes, which I think is fine for whatever they're doing in historic. Mm-hmm. Um, Click, I don't think sees play anywhere anymore, right? I mean, I feel it hasn't like... for a while. I feel like there's a... Uh... A disperse uh, Vanilla Click split card 
that uh, yeah. has kind of taken its but like yeah. the Nintendo Click stops. Nintendo Click was like twenty five bucks. Yep. And then uh, what's it called? Got printed. Uh, Brazen Borrower. Brazen Borrower, and like I think I have some clicks, and I'm going to look at how much of a Nintendo Click is, and then be sad that I still have them. Yep. Uh, because it's also like this is one of those like nostalgia plays, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, oh my god. During your draw step. They're two. So the Masters 25 ones. So the market price for them is like $3. Hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not, not doing it. Again, like, I don't know, like, I guess being a wizard does something. Yeah, I mean, maybe for Brawl or something. I don't know. I mean, there is, like, the the blue-red Wizards deck, but it's super low to the ground. Like, I don't think it wants click yeah. at its top end. Right. Um, We have Repeal. Why? And, yeah, I have no idea. Um, Echoing Decay. Again, kind of why. Uh, like, Unearth, which bi- I... Oh. Bioblight's a card. Like, why don't they just do right. Bioblight? Uh, and uh, was it Witch's Vengeance or whatever? Uh, is kind of similar, right? Yeah, kind of. That's on creature type. Right, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Unearth, I think, is fine. That's a good card to have on Arena, I think. Um, the first one I'm excited about here, uh, because um, if I were to ever play Hearthstone, you could... Uh, Oh god, what is his name? Stormcaller people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, hey, yeah, just buddy. more more ways to stormcaller people. That's right. And Bloodgast. Bloodgast. Um that's exciting. It is. It is. Huge fan. Huge fan. That's yep. my that's my boy. Girl. Um Amorphous Vampire Blob Spirit guy. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and then we have Tribal Flames. Again, you know what we don't have in this format? Fetch lands. Correct. No, I mean, we got Triomes, though. Yeah. But I still don't know why you need Tribal Flames. So um, Probably to go along with your Wild Nacatl. So, like, the problem is, is, like, Tribal Flames and Nacatl, like, that's the backbone of a deck in Modern. Mm-hmm. But, like, that... The, the the rest of that skeleton involves fetch land, so you can like fetch a triumph, yeah. play your Nakadol, yeah, uh, on turn two, fetch another thing, have your tri- tribal flames and your leyline bindings be fully powered. Well, As, and maybe they're gonna give us maybe. fetches on arena. I don't yeah. know. Like their reason for not giving us fetches in standard is for like shuffling purposes during tournaments. Mm-hmm. Number one, tournaments aren't a thing anymore. And number two, you don't have to worry about that on arena. Yeah, no, you could, I think you could easily do, I mean, they do give us fetches in standard though. Like the bad, like, uh, yeah. brokers hideout things. Like, I guess, well, right, but they make them bad. So they're not like playable. Yeah. And they make it. So like the, they made the new ones so that they sack when they come into play. So it doesn't screw up arena. So you're not yeah. like holding priority for getting you have a fetch. Yeah. Uh but anyway, yeah, like 
I think Tribal Flames plus Wild Nakatl plus Leyline Binding and a Trium mana base is the start of some sort of stew. Okay. Yep. Um, um, then we have Acidic Slime mm-hmm. for Brawl, I guess. Yep. Slime and, Bomb. Yep. Tooth and Nail. <sighs> Uh, what I learned about Tooth and Nail is it's very good when you're cheating. Well, yeah, that is true. It is very good when uh, you're cheating. What, the uh, the person that we uh, often refer to as the uh, the person who always had a Eldrazi Displacer and two Reflector Mages in their draft deck also yeah. played a Tooth and Nail combo deck and just always seemed to have it when they needed it in Modern. And oh, we yeah. couldn't figure it out. Then we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. And then we have my boy. Yeah. Blood Braid Elf. That's exciting. The wrong art, though. Yeah. But at, at least they're here. Uh, and then yeah. a smattering of artifacts. We have Mortar Pod for reasons. Uh, Worn Power Stone. Probably again for Brawl. Wayfarer's Bobble, again for Brawl. And Sophie. Yeah. Which, I don't know what Sophie's doing these days, but... Not a ton, but, like, it's fine. Oh, so, again, Sophie for the uninitiated or the, the, the Zoomers in, in the chat. Uh, sort of fire and ice. Yeah. Um, and then, like... A respectable land cycle? Yeah, I mean, these are these are good. So these uh, are the have, Horizon uh, lands. Yep, the ones from Modern Horizons. Yeah. So not Horizon Canopy, but the rest of them. I feel like they should have just thrown Horizon Canopy in here. Probably. I don't know why they didn't. Like, just, just do it. Give us, like, the sweet full art. <laughs> maybe they don't own the <laughs> rights to that art. Oh, maybe. Anymore, so they're going to have to, like, do a new Horizon Canopy art. Maybe. Uh, so, like... What's weird is that this feels like it... I mean, I don't play much Historic, and I don't... I tend to forget about the Hearthstone cards. Like, uh -huh. pretend they don't exist. Even when they're cast against me, I just ignore them. Uh -huh. Or scoop and move on to somebody that's not playing them. Um, but this feels like this is moving Historic to like what Modern was seven years ago. It is, it feels like they're moving it towards modern, like modern without the most, I guess, minus Rockafon, the most like yep. egregious things from like well, uh, Ragavall, the Horizons. Ragavon's banned in Historic, isn't it? Oh, I guess it's just a Historic Brawl. Yeah. It's your command. Did you see the, there is a video, oh, what is his name? The guy with the cool voice from Germany. Uh, Brewer's oh, Kitchen. God. Yeah. Uh, that uh, he played a game, uh, a brawl game with one Raghavan and 99 Mountains. Oh, no. How'd that go? Uh, he got a surprising number of they saw his commander and scooped. Oh, yeah. He also got a lot of games where they played like a 2-2 or a, like a 2-3. A and he had to scoop because he could not beat it. Because he had to, like, uh, 
like had to only play stuff off the top of their deck and yeah. uh, only had mountains. But like just seeing Ragavan got him a bunch of wins. Yeah. Unsurprising. I mean, that could be an interesting way for me to get my wins each day is just make a Ragavan and 99 mountains and just go in. And if they don't concede to me, I just concede to them. You should make them all different mountain arts, though. Oh, my God. It would take so long. <laughs> uh, or, but, like, maybe play some, like, cycling lands, just, like, mess with people. Yeah. Cycle into a desert, desert could, of the fervent. The, yeah, the mountain cyclers, too. Like, not actually cast the cards, but use them to go get mountains. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, purposely not cast them. Yes. This, so here's the weird thing. Like, this might be, like, moving the format more towards, like, where, what modern was in, a, like, a bygone era. Yeah. Like, I don't play a lot of historic. Hardly any. Uh, occasionally, I click on the wrong cue. But, like, these cards, I feel like, are more interesting in terms of, like, what they do than... So- like these cards have the nostalgia factor, though. They do, they do. Like, and th- there wasn't anything in the Explorer anthology that I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that deck. That deck was awesome." But like a lot of the cards in the historic anthology, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that card's a lot of fun to play with." I remember. And that. like, I feel like with the historic anthology, like. I kind of give them a pass because I also know that they're putting cards in for Brawl. Right. Right. So, like, of the cards I look at and think are, like, four constructed, like, I'm fine with Giver of Runes. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the blue cards are really for constructed. Like, and if they say the Dillion so. Click is, it it is not. Um, like, I'm fine with Unearth and Bloodgast as, like, cards. Yep. I'm fine with Tribal Flames. Like, that pushes you to, like, a... Uh, like a green based, like it, especially with like Wild Nakatl, like a green based. Uh, what was the Star Three Trample guy from Dominaria United? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but like Tribal Flames, Wild Nakatl, that Leyline Binding, mm-hmm. we have something. Okay. Like, primetime seems fine. Like, I'm at, like, six cards that if I wasn't against Hearthstone, I'd be willing to play. Bloodbraid Elf. Bloodbraid Elf. Because, like, Bloodbraid Elf sometimes goes into those, like, uh, uh, domain decks. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, minus Fetchlands, you have all of Boomerjund here. Oh, yeah, you have Lily, Deathrite. Yeah, now that we have Bloodbraid Elf and... uh, Peatland, you have like all of Boomer Jund minus fetches. Mm-hmm. And um but then you also get like the joys of getting to play like the the Jund Triome. True. And stuff. Uh and then like the the Horizons lands. So I would say like there are twelve cards out of this that like I could see, like, making a deck or supplementing a deck well in the format. Now, admittedly, I don't think that's possible because, like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, Historic Jund 
is just the two most busted, ridiculous uh, red, black, and red, green gold cards mm-hmm. uh, at the top end that just like, oh, dis- discard a card and pick higher or lower and get a card of higher or lower mana value. And like, seek a card out of your graveyard crap, like, that yeah. are just like busted. But, like, these cards I look at, and like you said, go like, oh, I would want to try to play these. Yeah. And, like, I just don't get that from the from the Explorer one. And I literally only play Explorer. Right. Right? Like, that's it. That's, I play Explorer, and I play, like, a deck. Yep. I tinker around the edges, and I play, like, a deck. So, now, did they give me cards to tinker around the edges with in my deck? They did. So thank you, but I don't think there aren't a lot of people that like are on like Omnath or bust. Right. Right. Like, what are you doing? I'm casting the most busted four drop in this format and I'm hoping it beats you and I'm hoping to do it on turn five and get it for free. So let's go. Yeah. So, like, I feel like they did a better job with this, and I'm willing to give them more slack for, like, I've got to put stuff into Brawl. Yeah. But, like, there's not, like, an Explorer Brawl. Like, Correct. Yeah, I don't know why most of this stuff is here. Yeah, like, why are we, like, putting stuff into, like, the non-existent Brawl format? The quarter shield serves no purpose. It does not. Judges familiar serves no purpose. I mean, Obsidian Ghost Council, like, who's just like, my boy, Ghosty? I mean, at least it's legendary. <laughs> it could be your Brawl Commander. It could be your Brawl Commander. Your Brawlmander. Your Brawlmander. Uh, so, yeah, so this is definitely, I think, on both counts, a spend your wild cards on the handful of cards that you want. Absolutely. But look look uh, Chad right in the eyes and go, no beans for you. No beans for you. Bro, give me your beans. No beans, Chad. Do That's better. That's right. I want you to line up behind me and keep your beans to yourself. Yeah, I just... Uh, that sounds like a PSA. Keep your beans <laughs> to yourself. Um, so, yeah, I... I think that a lot of people had really high hopes for this because I think they were like, hey, that like realistically, there were like this had to have 10 cards in it that like finished off some decks. Yeah. And then I think people would have been like sick. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. But instead, um, we got whatever this is. We finished off a deck, right? We finished off Blue Red Creativity. Yeah. A deck that, like, kind of already was kind of together. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you could have just, you could, like, I don't know, just get, like, a Traxa or some crap, and, like, that that works. Sure. Um. But, yeah, I, I don't know. This is this is just a miss, and I don't know what they're thinking. I think you mentioned it earlier 
uh, tonight, uh, probably on this, that uh, everything that Wizards does just makes people angry. Mm-hmm. Like, name a thing, <clears throat> it makes people angry. And, yeah. like, I know there's uh, a feeling that, like, magic players in general are a little, like, sensitive, touchy, whatever. Ornery. Yes, oh, ornery. <laughs> Y'all ornery. But, like, I I don't see how you can look at this from, like, Wizard's point of view and go, like, I don't understand <clears throat> what they're upset about. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, they have to be doing it on purpose, right? Oh, they have to be. Like, there's no way you can look at the last however many releases, all of them, I guess, and say that it's an accident. I honestly feel like they they are, like, they sit down and they, they have a list of, like, the 30 cards that need to be on Arena mm-hmm. to make it uh, Pioneer, to get Pioneer there. And I honestly feel like they're, like, we need to do six more of these things. We need to like break this down that we're only putting four or five on at a time. I wonder if they're doing this because they're trying to push standard and they don't want to give people options besides standard. I mean, it absolutely could be the case, but like I have not seen a standard video. I have not played a standard game i have not heard anyone really talk about standard yeah right like you it's so funny like if they're like let's push standard and also let's not release a standard legal set in the summer <laughs> let's release two, two sets within like six weeks of Month. each other yeah and well three right like if you think yeah. about this is so bad uh, Phyrexia All Will Be One, mm-hmm. and then there's March yeah. of the Machines, yeah. and then there's Aftermath. Aftermath. All within like two months of each other. Yeah. And then we're like, we'll talk to you nerds in September. <laughs> we really need to do more to like push standard, release cards for this set or for the format on like a reasonable timeline. No, 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 no! September, September. We we got these. We got a modern and, and legacy format to break. Uh, we can't. Right. We can't like uh, take time to uh, to to like uh, make this like a reasonable release schedule. No, 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 no. We've got to like make you sad. It's like oh yep. great. So hold on to your beans. If like maybe we've read this wrong, and maybe. Also, like, I was going to say, maybe someone's favorite card is a quarter shield. Or, like, maybe <laughs> someone's favorite card of all time is Obsidot Ghost Council. Right? And, like, they're going to build, like, an Obsidot deck. Like, amen. Go for it. But don't, like, buy the anthology. No. They have not earned it. I don't know who's who could possibly exist whose favorite card is a quarter shield. Um, nor I, but like that, that is the epitome of the card that you leave on the table after your draft. I cannot think of a single better card to leave on the table after my draft. When I go home, 
<laughs> it was not in your. It was not in your. Uh, uh, it didn't make it into your deck. It just yeah. like was in. It was the last pick, and you were just like. Uh, it was colorless, so it ended up in your deck box next to your tokens, just in case. <laughs> and then was left on the table after you took your lands out and put them back in the land caddy. Equip three. Equip yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> it's colorless just in case I'll have it in my sideboard next I would just to my like to tokens. point out plus zero plus three equip three yeah um sword of fire and ice <laughs> equip two <laughs> yeah um yeah so but maybe someone's favorite card is like obsidat ghost council so just get obsidat ghost council but don't much get, more reasonable favorite card. Yeah, but don't like don't be like, you know what, I'm just gonna buy this whole thing. Yeah. So if um so with all that, I was less angry than I thought, but I think we have a show. We have a show. So less anger, more disappointment. <laughs> exactly. I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. As a dad, I have to get that like I gotta get that club in my bag. I've gotta yeah. like no one to break it out. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's just being a dad. I think it's just getting older. <laughs> fair. The older I get, the more disappointed I get. Fair, fair, fair. All right. So um, if you want to reach out to us on social media and, I don't know, tell us how hyped you are for a quarter shield, be that one person that's, that's like, right. look, I have written uh, 85 entries in my in my guy holding a quarter sh shield fan fiction on reddit <laughs> here's the link uh let us know Please don't send me that link <laughs> let us especially especially if it's like a quarter shield guy nsfw no thank you no thank you no thank you i don't want to know where that shield has been <laughs> no thank you so um uh you can get at us on uh, social media facebook discord twitter all that jazz and say like, "Hey, man, a quarter shield, yeah. way better than Cathar Cather's shield." Sure. Which I think I would the love same to card. tell you that you're wrong. Are they the same card? I think. Now I'm gonna no, look I on. I feel Scrap like I've heard of people registering Cathar's shield unironically and not a quarter shield. I could be wrong though. If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link. TCG, or I'm sorry, uh, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Um, anything you purchase after following that link on over to TCG player will help to support the show. We'll get a percentage of your final purchase price. You don't have to do anything extra. You don't doesn't cost you guys any more, but you help support the show at the same time. So we would appreciate that. If you're looking to support the show more directly, uh, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, where patrons get access to our pre-show, so you can hear us ramble about random stuff even more. Um, they also get access to our show notes, all four lines of them this week. And you also get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out to you guys. Uh, so if any of that sounds good to you, or you just want to show us how much you appreciate us, you can head on over to patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, chip a couple bucks in and let us know you love us yeah all right so with that we'll catch you on the internets we'll catch you on the internets <laughs> <laughs>